Financial Residency is proud to bring you Grand Rounds with Dr. Tammy. Each week, Tammy Krause explores a new topic related to achieving financial independence by building and protecting your wealth. She invites guests who are experts in their fields who will share honest and valuable advice on a variety of topics. If you have an idea for a podcast, please email Tammy, that's T-A-M-M-Y, at financialresidency.com. Now grab your front row seat to this week's Grand Rounds. Hi, and welcome back to Grand Rounds. Part of financial planning for many families includes looking to the future um, to ensure that our kids are going to be able to afford college. And we look at tools like the 529 plan. But for others, it becomes a more immediate concern and seeking out scholarships is the tool available to us. I am really pleased to welcome an expert to the show. She works with families on a wide variety of things related to college, such as finding and obtaining scholarships, college planning, and even prepping for the ACT and SAT courses. I'd like to welcome Rhea Watson to the show. Hi, Rhea. Hi, how are you? Good. I am so excited. We were talking before the show and you were telling me about some of the scholarships that some of your clients have obtained. I yes. sure wish I'd have known you sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, I hear that all the time. Where were you when right? I, my children were in school? <laughs> <laughs> I paid off hundreds of thousands of dollars for school. So, oh my gosh, you would have been a godsend a few years ago. I'm not going to tell you how many, but. <laughs> no worries. God bless you for that. Congratulations too. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, I guess you're an author, you're a speaker. Tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get started on giving these people some tips on how they can get scholarship money. Well, thank you for that. So yes, I am. Good morning. Hello. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Rhea, the Scholarship Doctor with Scholarship Solutions, where I am blessed and privileged to help students of all ages, zero to 99, we say from the womb to the tomb, from birth <laughs> to death, cradle college to have a debt-free college experience. And guys, we do that through proven prescriptions because I'm the scholarship doctor. <laughs> proven <laughs> prescriptions, programs, products, and presentations. And so those can include workshops and speaking engagements to our number one best-selling books. We're always great love when we get to go into kindergarten classes as well as graduate programs and let everyone and anyone know they can go to college debt-free. So that's me. <laughs> that's amazing. Who's your typical client? I mean, when do you start this process with most families or groups or anything? Oh, that's such a great question. So I'll tell you my typical client, especially with speaking engagements, are traditionally high school students and college students, traditionally. But thankfully, we've been able to do everyone from kindergarten all the way up. And I love it. People are you know, they bring their babies or the little toddlers and they're apologizing. I'm like, oh no, we are laying down those neural pathways. And we're making those neurotransmitters fire off. They are getting experience, exposure and education and I'm all for it. And anyone that's trying to even tell them to be quiet or stop running around, no, they are learning and we love it. <laughs> but typically they are high school and college students for our speaking engagements. But I have been blessed again to work with at least five, maybe seven families when they did their family planning, when they were planning for their babies, they also were planning for their college. So they were doing family planning and college planning at the same time. So we had little womb babies who were listening in there 
So we love that. And with that, my youngest client who have applied for a scholarship was four months old. Oh my gosh. He didn't win. He didn't win. He didn't win. He was four <laughs> months old, but he applied though. He applied again in a year. He didn't get that one. A year and a half, he didn't win that one. But at two years old, he won his first scholarship. It was $25. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> We're like, he's got a 20, especially the teenagers, you know, they'll be a $25 scholarship at two. I said, well, how many two-year-olds do you know earning $25 in a scholarship, especially maybe modeling, maybe, you know, commercials, but a scholarship. And they're like, mm, I said, exactly. But that $25 has turned over into $40,000 in college scholarships, grants, and prizes. And now he's seven. And so, <laughs> a seven-year-old with $40,000 in scholarships waiting for him. Just competed this weekend for a thousand dollar scholarship. Again, he didn't win that one, but oh two weeks gosh. ago he won a thousand dollar scollarship and every single month in the first quarter, he's won a thousand dollar scholarship one and then plus others. So he will have literally millions by the time he graduates high school. Oh my gosh. And then tell the listeners about your most successful scholarship person. I thought that one was really great. So my most successful scholarship recipient is a medical student right now. She is a medical student at Howard University in Washington, D.C. She won two and a half million dollars in scholarships and she has her complete undergraduate degree paid. Her complete medical degree is paid. She's just incredible. And because of her story, we were actually asked to be in Black Enterprise Magazine. Last year, I was featured in Forbes Magazine because overall, we've won our students, not we, like I'm a part of it. Well, I guess I'm a part of it because I've won $300,000 in scholarships, but I'm the lone woman on the total pole compared to my clients and my students. But overall, our students have brought in over $200 million in scholarships. So oh my gosh. that, yeah, Forbes gave us a ring and we were featured and able to let people know what to do and how to do it. And they featured my book. And so people all over the world are learning how to go to college debt-free. See, now I'm fighting back tears because- it's nice when I know that parents don't have to have that struggle or that strain. Yeah. We are forever working to avoid families having to use household budget, household savings, and in many cases, college savings. They can use that money for other things. And I love when people have prepared. I was not in that household or that home. I'm a first-generation college student. My dad was an absolute, bless him, Blue collar worker, went to work every day at four in the morning and cleaned toilets. Honestly, my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My dad was a high school dropout and my mom was a college dropout. So my sister and I were the first really in our entire family's place of worship to even go to college. It was just not what we did in 1992 in Las Vegas, Nevada. But honestly, knowing that I can help anyone and everyone not have the pathway that we did because Although I was awarded, I was valedictorian at my high school. So I had been offered five full ride scholarships, five of them. But I had this dream school that I wanted to go to since I was seven years old. And my dream school didn't offer me that. They did offer me the largest financial package they had ever given to any student before. And one was because our income was so low. I was eligible. I had tons of volunteerism and all kinds of things that made me eligible for this great package, but it wasn't a full ride scholarship. I didn't understand that until I transferred. And I could tell listeners like the difference between that. If you're ever getting a financial aid package, I promise you it includes loans. 
My family didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. I turned down all this free money to go to my dream school. Decided my dream was really that. It was a reality. It was a dream. And I transferred. And they said, oh, you could do that. But you have student loan debt. And I'm like, but I came with scholarships. But it wasn't enough to cover everything. And so I can help people avoid all the mistakes that I've made and let them know there's a better way. And so even though I had that as a freshman in college, as a senior in college, I found out about this scholarship through my mentor who said, Rhea, not only can you earn scholarships, but you can actually get paid to go to college. And I'm like, you can do, it was like she was speaking German to me, Tammy. And I ended up finishing at a historically black college and university in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where Morris Brown College is my alma mater. Um, She happened to be Caucasian. Little, little, little white lady. And she's like, Rhea, you could have been doing this in seventh grade. And I'm like, we're doing what? My mind was blown. But I told her, I call her Mama Jeannie now. At the time, she was Dr. Stahl. But I told her it would never be the best kept secret. I said, I will tell everyone I know that there's a better way to do this than what I did, a better way than my sister did, a better way than what my parents did in their limited knowledge. I will tell everyone, you can go to college debt-free. Not only that, you can get paid to go to school. So from a senior in college all the way to the last degree that I earned in the last class of my doctoral program, and then I did another master's program, I've always been paid to go to school. And about 75% of my clients are the same way. They will never know student loan debt. They will never have to be concerned with that. They'll never have to do what I did, use my scholarships to pay back student loans. They'll never have to do that. I have a student right now, she's about 21 years old, totally debt-free, and I'm asking her to write with me on this book. And she's like, Rhea, I don't have any money. This kid did not have a single solitary bill. Like, what do you mean you don't have any money? She's like, well, I'm purchasing a home. You know why she can do that? Because she has zero debt. (laughs) She has money that she saved from scholarships that she earned as an undergraduate student. And now she can go against the grain of so many people, unfortunately, in our country who cannot purchase a car, who cannot purchase a home, who can't get anything because their debt to income ratio, even with the moratorium, they have this looming over their heads that these huge payments are coming for education. Thank God I've been able to stop so many students from that. And I will keep doing it as long as I possibly can. I apologize if that was too much of a run, Tim. No, it's great to get to know you and know where you've come from to know why you're so passionate about what you're doing now. Let's talk a little bit. You said that you've come up with five steps to help families plan for the future. Step one, where do you start? Absolutely, y'all. It's all about good grades. A student is not the perfect scholarship student, but grades should never be ignored. So we want those good grades. And we say a 3.8 unweighted GPA or higher, that can get you to those good grades. Does it matter what courses that you're taking when getting those grades? It does matter about the courses. And we talk about that extensively in the book and help you to guide your way through these types of classes. And so, yes, you want to take those honors classes, AP, which is advanced placement, and IB, international baccalaureate. But Tammy, honestly, the favorite way for our students to go to high school is to go to college. There are across the United States programs called dual enrollment, dual credit. Sometimes people call them early college. I just heard a new term. Someone called me and I was like, oh yeah. They said, should my child do this? Absolutely. It's a built-in scholarship. The school district, our tax dollars are paying for two to four years of college education. We have to have our children in school anyway. It's illegal to have them. 
if you keep your children away from education, truancy, you and them could be in much trouble. So since they have to go to school anyway, you might as well have them go and take college classes at the same time. They have to be there. Unless someone else pay for at least two years of college education, it's a built-in scholarship. So 100%, we say that all the way. Wow. So beyond grades, next you have to go into these placement tests. Is that correct? Like ACT, SAT? Absolutely. So the ACT and the SAT, I know we just got out of pandemic or we're in it or however, and everyone's singing the praises and in the streets celebrating, no more ACT or SAT. That is not the case, you guys. And I'm sorry, or maybe not, because I'll tell you, I was more concerned if colleges and universities were able to standardize their own exams to allow students to come in. At least we have a worldwide standard and you can train for that, right? And I always tell people like, don't feel bad, especially the kids are like, oh, I didn't get it. I said, hey, only 1% of the entire world, not the US, 1% of the entire world gets how to take those tests, okay? The other 99% of us need help. So you're among friends. It's okay. (laughs) You know, as parents, we don't tell our kids, well, you're 16, it's time to drive. Get out there and hit the freeway. We give them a class, right? We don't tell our four-year-olds, you know, you have arms and legs. You should just know how to swim. Let me push you off in the 12 feet. No, we give them a class, right? So why do we do things differently with education? We shouldn't. No one should feel badly that they have to have tutoring. It's actually tutoring is for smart people. No one should feel badly that they have to take a class to help them to understand how to take a test. With all parts of life, we do training. We have to have that same concept and aesthetic with education. So yeah, we want you to have good scores and you can get help by just taking a class. So step one, good grades. Step two, good scores. Where do we go next? What's step three? So step three is a good class rank. And again, in my book, I talk about all of these schools, colleges and universities across the nation, that when you graduate top 10% of your class, that's not top 10, like one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, 10, it's 10%, the top 10% of your class, or salutatorian or valedictorian, there are full ride scholarships. That's all you have to do. So if you are someone who's like, I'm not a test person at all, you don't have to take tests. Just have those great grades again and make sure that you're graduating top 10% salutatory and valedictory. I have a list of schools in my book that just say, all you got to do is do that. You have a full ride. They've been doing it for decades. You don't have to do anything else. So let's have those great top ranks and don't finish in the bottom of your class, but at the top of your class and go to college debt free 100%. And then moving beyond just the classroom, you know, the scores, the ranking, the test scores, what other kind of things are important? So y'all, even though those things were good and great, and we love that, like Tammy said, the academic stuff, it's really awesome. But you also have to have extracurricular activities. And we say those should be excellent. So if you heard me before, I said good and great, but these should be excellent. So what are you doing outside of your school? Are you involved in your place of worship? Do you do some type of scout or other club? Are you involved? Did you start a nonprofit? Do you have a passion project? Those things need to be excellent in regard to our extracurricular activities. And we also want excellent volunteerism. I think Janet said it, right? Janet Jackson said, what have you done for me lately, right? (laughs) That's what scholarships want to know, the same thing. What have you done for someone lately? Have you given water bottles to a women's shelter? Have you given hoodies in the hood? Have you helped read to a kindergartner? 
Have you done those things and did them consistently, we say, creatively, and have you involved community? Then if you have those three C's, even if the grades haven't been that great and scores maybe not that great and class rank aren't that great, when you have excellent volunteerism and excellent curricular activity, it kind of starts to change the weight of the scale a little bit and you can move your rank up. Really, now we're using that word again but in the scholarship world. It's not that any of these things should be ignored. To have that whole pie is what helps you to get so much money. But if something is missing, volunteerism and extracurricular activities can help to fill those voids. And I think you mentioned, so those are the five things. You had a secret sauce. I love the sprinkle of the super sauce, you guys. If you're saying, I wanna get beyond earning scholarships, then you want to take a leadership role. And it doesn't have to be president, Tammy, or vice president, even though vice president is not too bad. It's not too taxing to be vice president, <laughs> president too. But you don't have to do those. You don't have to be those. You could be sergeant at arm, or you could be a chaplain, or you could be what my student told me about. He said he was the chant. I said, did you say the champ? He said, no, the chant, the chant. I finally said, okay, Tony, what's the chant? He says, I'm the one that goes, let's go guys. So it does not matter what the leadership role is. It doesn't matter what the organization is. It doesn't matter what the volunteerism is. Just do something, make sure it's creative, take that leadership role because you go from earning scholarships to getting paid. <laughs> and we love that. Hold on, back up. I can even get paid. <laughs> Girl, yes, it is possible to get paid to go to college. I did we it all wrong. Me too. I'm telling you, I was all new to this. And then I thought, again, my mentor told me, well, Rhea, you could be doing this since the seventh grade. And I was like the seventh grade. And we made that happen. But when my sister was with child, she said, did you know there were scholarships for babies? Oh, yeah. And then I <laughs> learned kindergarten. And then she told me babies. I was just done. And ever since then, ever since my nephew has been born, we've been finding money for anyone who was zero. Now, we haven't found them for in the womb. And we haven't found them for in the tomb. But outside of those two places, there's money. And so we've been doing that ever since. But yes, you can get paid to go to college. I think it's a great thing. You can either do, we used to call them refund checks, right? And we got these refund checks. But what people didn't know is that those were loans. You took out a loan and you got money back. And now you're paying that with interest. My students get refund checks interest-free. Uh, one of my students did the greatest post. I can't remember. I think one of my students won a scholarship. And so I put that on Instagram where my social media manager did. And one of my students, my previous students just wrote organically, was not in any one way asked. And she just said, this woman, she was talking about me. This lady, I think is actually what she said, was just wonderful. She said, she actually set me up for my life savings. Hmm. I broke down in tears. That is priceless to know that someone worked so hard, that they worked so diligently, had so much tenacity and determination. And not only did they pay for every single thing in regard to their degree, starting their career without any debt, but actually have 25, 30, 40, $50,000 as a 19, a 20 year old. Again, most of my students go in with a degree. So I have students who are 17, 18 and 19 finishing college because they've already done that while they were in high school. And they also have savings of five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, $50,000, not in debt, but mm -hmm. in savings to start their lives. It's amazing. And anyone can do it. They're not special. They are special, 
but they're not like ET. They're not extra special. You know, they're not extraterrestrial. These are not, you know, beings coming down from space. They're regular everyday kids and families who, thank God, were able to tap into myself and my business, their faith, their own grit, and have created lives for themselves that um, that I will never know. But thank God my nephew will. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, one other thing that really caught my attention while we were just getting to know each other before the show, I always think of scholarships as being for high school seniors. I mean, we're all competing for those same scholarships at, you know, 17, 18 years old. But you said that's not actually the biggest time in your life where you get the most scholarships. Can you (laughs) tell us a little bit more about that? I can. Yeah, people have no idea. Actually, the highest funded year of any scholarship year is the junior year in college. And the reason why, well, this is my philosophy. I've never spoken to anybody about it, but it just makes sense to me that most students, they don't drop out of college because it's hard. They don't drop out because they miss mom and dad or other. They don't drop out because they don't like it. They drop out because they can't afford it. They've run out of financial aid. Their parents can no longer sponsor them. They don't have any money. So that's why people quit college. And even though I'm saying college, Tammy, this is actually vocational, technical, as well as two or four years. So it's even certification programs. Someone looking to increase their education in some way, there's scholarships for that. But we're just using college in a general way, okay? But now, you know, it's really post-high school education. But that's what happens. And so what scholarship organizations and funders are saying is, if we can get you to and through junior year and know that we can help you to stay in school, you've already proven yourself. Most majority of freshmen, you know, fail out. So you're not a part of that group. And even if you were, you've redone that, right? Sophomores, we're still not quite sure if you've gotten how college works. So I'm not going to give you a whole bunch of money. We'll give you a little bit, but not quite sure. But once you've gotten to junior year, you know, we understand. And I do sit on a number of scholarship committees. So it's at that time, we do understand like you've gotten it, you have your rhythm and your culture. You are working towards this. You're a year away from finishing. If we can give you money, you're going to continue on through this process. And so that's why that's the sweet spot. So if you could get your students to junior year, even if they haven't been great scholarship recipients in high school or, or lower part or you know lower undergraduate school, If we can get them to junior year, you're going to see a plethora of dollars. And the same thing with senior year. And then graduate school is like how I won the most of my money. And again, I got paid to go to school starting as a senior in college all the way through. And so there's just millions and millions. In fact, there's 50 billion. I'm seeing that with a B as in Bravo. $50 billion in scholarships available every single year. This is an annual amount. Wow. Only 3 billion go claimed. So as a world, as a country, as a universe, we are leaving $47 billion unclaimed in scholarships. So it is truly my philosophy that there's not a single person literally in the United States, I think kind of in the world, but if you want to pursue education, there's not a single reason that you should have to pay for it. And again, you don't have to have the greatest grades. Even though I said, this is, you know, this is the whole pie. That's like the ultimate. You could really be a bump on the log scholarships because there's scholarships you don't have to do anything but apply 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 it's like real estate right they say location 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 people are like Rhea what's the biggest secret to winning scholarships I say apply 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 just apply because there's so many people who don't and I'm always in the arena I mean I don't want to say weekly or monthly but regularly fighting with scholarship organizations saying 
I promise you, students are out there. Please do not close your scholarship. I've probably saved or revived at least five scholarships where people said, we just didn't get any applicants, so we're not going to do it anymore. And they put so much work in, you know, they come up with their themes and their questions, and they're doing this from the deeps and depths of their heart. I talked to one person, I live in Las Vegas, and so this organization happens to be in Las Vegas, but the scholarship was worldwide. They gave out one in $2,000 every year for about five years, and then I found it on the sixth year. And I was so excited, so I called, and I said, hey guys, I don't see the date here. And they said, yeah, we decided not to renew it this year. And I'm like, but I have students, I promise you we will all apply. I called that man three years in a row. Do <laughs> you know what he told me? He said, Rhea, I loved it. But every year, it's open to anyone in the world. And I would get one to two applications. And he said, we put too much work in. We took time off. He said, I wasn't willing for myself or my staff to do that anymore. And to this day, he was one I couldn't save. And I know it takes effort. I know it takes energy. I get that. We always say with Scholarship Solutions, we don't believe in pride. I don't care if my student is the only one, one of two, three, or four. We don't need 200 students to prove that we are special. No, <laughs> you'll be the only one. If you just applied, you would be so surprised how many scholarships you could actually win because there are people who do not. Wow. You've already kind of given us a little bit of a preview of your book, but we never talked about what the name of your book is. What's the name of your book, Rhea? <laughs> What's the name of my book? It's number one on Amazon. Always a top 20 college and scholarship periodicals. It just, we feel so blessed by that. But the name of the book is The Scholarship Doctor is in Five Easy Steps to a Free Degree. That's what we talk about. So we already talked about the five, but we expanded. It's actually a workbook. So we give you all the information. And then after each chapter, it says, now let's fill the prescription. So we teach it to you. And now you can go in step-by-step step and fill it out, check boxes. It's just a wonderful periodical that people are using across the world. And we would welcome you all to be a part of that as well. <laughs> and then I think you said you not only speak to groups, but you also do personal coaching. If someone wanted to get with you and try and help themselves or their kids, how would they get in touch with you? Oh, thank you so much. So you can reach me by phone. I still have just a regular telephone and a wonderful assistant. So you can call 702-623-9500. My website is myscholarshipsolutions.com. So that's my singular, scholarship singular, solutionsplural.com. And then we're everywhere on social, you guys. We have probably about 30,000 people following us around the world. And it's at Scholarship DR, at Scholarship Doctor, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, and Clubhouse. So you can reach us everywhere. And YouTube at Scholarship DR, at Scholarship Doctor. Rhea, I am so glad you joined us today. You have been amazing. I wish you all the success, and I know your success brings success to other families, so that makes it even more special. Thank you. I appreciate you. You guys, apply for scholarships. They're out there. Again, even on my social, I'm always posting that information, so you can do it. You got this. I believe in you. <laughs> so, Rhea Watson, thanks again for coming on the show, and I hope you'll all tune in again next week for Grand Rounds.